You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the MLB Extras Braves podcast. I'm Tim McMaster. Mark Bowman is here, our Braves reporter here at MLB.com. And we're going to talk about some award winners, Mark. We'll also get into the offseason that is not a lot going so far, but I know you've talked to Alex Anthopoulos recently, so we'll check in on the latest from the Braves and the hot stove season. Let's start with the awards, though. The Braves have the National League Rookie of the Year and the National League Manager of the Year in Acuna and Snicker. Let's start with Acuna. It, I don't think it was uh, as close as a lot of people thought it would be uh, with him and Soto. 144 points to 89, 27 First place votes go to Acuna Jr. Um, let's hear from him first. He talked about how, you know, it's it's a great run. Uh, it was a great season, but this is just the beginning. Here's Acuna Jr. I'm so excited. I just can't put this into words. Uh, I just feel so honored to receive this award. I'm so honored to receive this award. But my career is just beginning. There are so many things I still need to work on. I like to do my best to be a better player and put out my best performance every day and every year. I like to listen to all those advices from many people and become a better person and a better player. Yeah, Soto is such a, a fun player to watch. He's a he's a great player as well. Um, it's it's such an, a great opportunity for both of us to play together on the same team. So we like to inspire each other and become better players in the future. Well, it was it was great to be born in baseball family, and I'm happy that I had that type of circumstances. And all the family members gave me great advices. So that's uh, I think that led to receiving this award. Yes, uh, my family father or grandfather played a long time in the minor league, but uh, uh, they always told me that I need to give 100% in the game. So wherever I play, especially in the game at the stadium, they told me to you know, give out everything that I have. That's, uh, that's what I still remember, and that's what I try to do every day. So, Mark, he sums up that he understands there's still work to be done. So let's take this conversation to that point. How does this guy get better next year? Hard to imagine he can improve upon his rookie season. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you look at that rookie season and see how much better he did get, you know, during those four to five months he was at the big league level. Um, I say four to five months because one of those months was, was spent on the DL. But to think about the changes he made to his mechanics – um, you know, basically getting the, his hands out um, further away from his body and you know, getting the bat straighter, um, just making small changes like that, gaining a better understanding of the strike zone. Um, you know, he improved his plate discipline. It, it's hard to see him being much more, much better than he was during the, the second half. But at the same time, this guy's 20 years old. There is still plenty of, uh, plenty of room for growth, um, you know, He'll continue to get more comfortable, smarter, um, you know, at the plate. And at the same time, you know, from a defensive perspective, you know, they, we saw, you know, the, the, he was he was pretty good out there in left field. He was really good in center field. Um, you know, I, I think at some point in time, you're going to see him either move to center field or right field. Obviously, Andrew Enciarte is there and 
center right now. We haven't seen the defensive decline yet. Andrew's only 28 years old. Uh, maybe we're another year or two away from that, but they have that option to, to move Acuna there to, to either of the other two spots. I think we'll, you know, see that within the next two seasons. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's it's the one thing that he, he proved this year is, is he is very coachable. He's willing to learn, wants to learn, um, you know, listens to his teammates, you know, watches, learns from their examples. And, uh, you know, he and, he and Kevin Seitz are the hitting coach, seem to have uh, developed a pretty good uh, relationship. So we'll see where he can take take his game next year. And, and um, you know, I think there's certainly a chance next year we're talking about him as an MVP candidate. Yeah, and more to leap that would be from rookie of the year to MVP. We've seen that sort of thing happen before, certainly, and he is so young. All right, manager of the year, Brian Snicker. Um, waited so long for the chance to be a major league manager. He gets it, and he's obviously done a tremendous job with this team. Uh, after finding out he had won the award, uh, Mark, he talked a little bit about the influence of the other, I guess, staff around the Braves, and especially Bobby Cox. This is what he had to say about former Braves manager and Hall of Famer Bobby Cox. He's the first guy I called when I got this job after the interim tag was uh, removed and they told me I was going to be the manager the next year, I was like, you know, it's the first guy I wanted to call. Um, and he just, you know, the, the, the years that I spent with him, um, to this day, if I call, he answers. It never goes to voicemail. I see him every day before the game. We have coffee. I bounce um, the tough things that you go through as a manager. I mean, there's some tough times, tough decisions that you go through. and. And he's the guy that, uh, you know, that, that I go to. My coaching staff, I couldn't, th- those guys, I got a, you know, I, got a, I call a rock star coaching staff from Walt Weiss, uh, Marty Reed, our, our bullpen coach, Chuck Hernandez, our, our pitching coach um, this year, uh, Ron Washington, Eric Young, senior. Um, you know, it's just uh, Kevin Seitzer, Jose Castro. I, ca- I can't say enough about those guys. I mean, they're my rock. They're the guys I lean on. Um, they do a great job of getting our information that, that we get from Alex and his team um, to the players and, and the players. I mean, it's just it's a fun group of guys. It's a bunch of baseball rats, guys that like to play. They like to work. They compete really well. Um, and I'm just I'm proud to represent them um, in this award. He goes on in this bite to kind of talk about how everyone in the organization is collectively such a help. So um, three, two. All right, Mark, so you have a team that obviously has had so much success over the years back to the Bobby Cox teams and and the front office. And for a lot of time, there's a lot of familiar faces, I guess. And and Brian Snicker's been there through all of that, and it seems like he's really benefited from all of that. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, this is, uh, you know, when when he was announced as the winner there um, last night, it, it was one of those moments where, you know, you're prepared for it, but but you you really start thinking about everything that he's gone through throughout his career. Uh, the fact that he's been with the Braves since 1977. He was introduced to Cito Gaston at a young age there within the Braves organization. He talks about the you know, how many days that they spent together when they were you know minor league managers or instructors, um, just talking baseball. Obviously, he formed a bond with Bobby Cox, or you know at least met him. Um, there when, when Bobby was uh, the manager of the Braves for the first time there in the late 70s and early 80s. Um, and, 
just to, to think about where his career evolved. When, when John Sherholtz came and became the general manager, you know, you, you get a new GM in town. Sometimes guys get lost in the shuffle, and, and Snit was lost in the shuffle for about a month. He didn't have a, a role within the organization, didn't get didn't draw a paycheck. Um, you know, they, they got him back as a roving instructor, and a couple of years later he's a manager again. Then he gets, you know, on the big league coaching staff, um, there in 2007 again, and after the 2013 season, he's a scapegoat. Some reason, you know, this team gets beaten the division series. This past year has shown us that without your health, you have nothing. If you're not well, you can't work, look after yourself, or take care of your family. You can't enjoy the life you've worked so hard to build. That's why you need to prioritize taking care of your long-term health today, before it goes from good to bad to worse. So invest in your long-term health with Forward. Forward is intelligent medicine with a personal touch. Their doctors are dedicated to catching top killers like cancer and heart disease early before it's too late. And catching them early could save you tens of thousands of dollars in the long run. Everyone's health history is different, which is why Forward doctors personalize a health plan with you based on your genetics, lifestyle, and biometrics to achieve long-term results and ensure nothing gets missed. It's time to invest in a doctor that's invested in you. Go to GoForward.com today to protect your future health. That's GoForward.com. GoForward.com. Um, and, and he gets demoted uh, to AAA uh, to become the AAA manager. He was he was hurt. He, th- he thought about, you know, leaving the, you know, the only organization he's ever wanted to be a part of. Um, and a few years later, he becomes an interim manager. Everyone's thinking he'll be there for four months and, immediately he changed the culture within that clubhouse. Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis were lobbying for him to to stay. And, you know, at the end of that 2016 season, uh, the Braves had a decision, you know, either keep Snit or hire Bud Black. And uh, there, you, you know, obviously two of the three finalists for this year's Manager of the Year award. Um, you know, you, you can say maybe they couldn't have gone wrong with either guy, but at the same time, I I don't think there was a guy a better choice than Snit. Um you know, for so long, he's a minor league manager. People don't know what he can do at the big league level. But over these these last two and a half seasons, he's certainly proven himself. Um, you know, he's obviously been a great leader. Uh, but at the same time, this year, I think what, one thing that, that truly helped him, um, you know, first of all, you got to have the players. Players have to play, execute. It all comes down to that. But from an information standpoint, here's a guy that has a wealth of knowledge, great leader. But to be introduced to some of the information that Alex Anthopoulos provided, you know, when he brought, you know, a more advanced, a more aggressive analytical approach, Snit's willingness to, um, you know, adapt, uh, digest that information and basically, you know, make it a, make what his, his knowledge, you know, just Strengthen his the knowledge he already had uh, the practices. There's you you can get paralysis uh, through analysis, but at the same time, I think he found a happy medium um, and was able to not only um, gain a better understanding of that information, but but communicate that well to his coaches and players, and and uh, use that to his benefit throughout what was a very memorable season. And to to see him up there on that stage last night talking about getting that award and how much Bobby Cox meant to him, you know, as a mentor and friend and some of the guys that who, 
he's, you know, been with throughout the organization who have passed away to see that's when the tears started to form in his eyes last night when he started talking about Jim Beachimp and um, some some other guys that, that weren't there were no longer all around to, to share in this celebration last night. Um, you know, he he says he's been raised by Hall of Famers and, um, you know, it, he certainly has uh, he's certainly appreciative of everyone that he's encountered throughout his journey here with the Braves. What a journey it has been, and hopefully it continues to go on, and this Braves team has more and more success over the next couple of years. You mentioned Alex Anthopoulos. We're right around the year point for Alex as far as what he's done in this organization, Mark. Um, there's work to be done this offseason so far, but I know you've spoken to Alex recently. Um, when you look back on, on his first year, how would you sum him up? You know, we go back maybe even to continue there on Snitted to – lead into Alex here is, uh, you know, I go back to that last weekend of the regular season and I know I've written about this and, um, but it, it's important to remember where, where SNP was, uh, and where the organization was that final weekend of the, the 2017 regular season. He Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. He called the clubhouse guys and said, you know, clean out my office. I don't I don't want to be here anymore because he didn't want to work for John Copalella anymore. There was no no secret. John uh, Copy didn't want um, Snit as the manager. Uh, and then obviously we, everyone knows what happens the day after the regular season, <clears throat> the investi- MLB's investigation uh, into the inter- international market infractions leads to Copy being dismissed immediately, and two days later, Snit has, Snit has his job or his options exercised, and, and here you are with, uh, you know, he, he's on the path that, that leads to the manager of the year award. But, but more importantly, I think just to, you know, could that have happened with anyone being a GM? Uh, yeah, maybe. But I, I can't think of two guys who had never met each other before to have been uh, to have meshed as well as Anthopolis. And, and Snicker did. And, uh, you know, Alex had a very tough assignment. I mean, first of all, he was coming into an organization he knew very little about. Uh, sure, you know that they have a lot of good prospects. You, you know, you, you watch from afar, you know a little bit about, you know, who Freddie Freeman is and Dansby Swanson, this and that. But he was walking into a, an organization that, that was going through a lot of turmoil. Um, he had to he wasn't solely responsible. There's, there's plenty of people that deserve, deserve the credit, but uh, he helped, you know, restore that morale uh, and allow this organization to get up off its feet in a hurry last, or, you know, up, up off the ground last um, year back on its feet because it, you really thought about that last year is, you know, not only have they, are they in the midst of a rebuild where this is an important you know, transition year, but, but they're going through it saying, you know, where, where are we going from here? We, we've just lost this guy, that guy, you know, we've got all these, these sanctions. Um, Alex's leadership has uh, certainly 
uh, been instrumental, you know, not only in altering that, that clubhouse culture, but, but also, you know, allowing, um, you know, Snit to do his job to the best of his abilities. Um, he made a lot of great moves, you know, trading Matt Kemp last year, uh, freed up some the payroll that, uh, that creates the financial flexibility they have this winter to spend. Um, you know, just the, his emphasis to add depth throughout the organization, he, you know, he had a long way to go. I mean, you, he's far from, from finished, uh, you know, building the organization to the point where, you know, they, they would go into the next year's postseason with a bench much stronger than the one they did this year. They would have more available uh, major league ready bullpen arms. Um, but to, to think about the, the, the so many moves he made, um, just to, to make sure that, uh, you, you know, maybe you said, ah, they don't need that. They don't right now. Why are you doing that? Well, you know, the, over the course of six, seven months of the season, uh, you quickly realize why depth is so important. Um, but I, I think the most uh, important thing that Alex did was, was he came in and, and he, he truly altered the culture. I, I think this is probably the happiest the organization has been as a whole. Uh, that goes from the players up to the front office, you know, since the days that John Sherholtz was running this place. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Sherholtz's leadership, his uh, skills are well documented and, uh, you know, cemented there in Cooperstown forever. But uh, I, I think that the, the Braves had a, a few different ways they could have gone to, to find a GM last year, but uh, they certainly made the right choice uh, with, with Alex, and I think he's pretty happy here as well. No surprise that happiness off the field leading to success on the field for the Atlanta Braves as the future right now extremely bright for this organization. All right, well, hopefully by the time we talk next time, Mark, Things will be turning a little bit more as far as the offseason goes. We'll have some more stuff to dig into as far as the hot stove and all of that and Thanksgiving coming up as well. But that'll do it for this edition of the MLB Extras Braves podcast. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. We'll catch you next time. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best stories is wasabi technology wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the red Sox and nhl teams like the bruins and vancouver canucks even the liverpool football club is getting in on the wasabi action so why is wasabi the mvp well wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the amazons of the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.